eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. What's up, y'all? Wes Rucker welcoming you into the Go Vols 24-7 podcast, as you can tell by the a truncated version of this intro. It is a breaking news podcast, not just me on this episode. Also, Patrick Brown from across town. Pat and I have some breaking news to get to, so I guess I will go ahead and get to that. Pat, um, first off, welcome in, man. What's the news? Uh, the news, Wes, is that uh, Tennessee is losing strength coach Greg Fitzgerald uh, to the New York football giants. Uh, and so Tennessee now will be in the market for a new strength coach in uh, one of the weirdest times to be in said market. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. And, and before we get to that really quickly, I will get to the to, to the actual statement from Craig Fitzgerald, who did confirm this, saying, quote, I want to thank head coach Jeremy Pruitt, director of athletics, Philip Fulmer, senior associate athletic director Tyler Johnson, our strength coach, and the many student athletes who have represented our program since the spring of 2018. Tennessee is a first-class program and will continue to rise under Coach Pruitt and Coach Fulmer's leadership. We will forever be grateful for our time in Knoxville. I will be returning to the NFL and joining the New York Giants. Thank you for everything, and go Vols, end quote. That is the statement from Craig Fitzgerald confirming that he is going. Uh, what we had been reporting earlier Thursday that he is going to the New York Giants, and uh, this is – uh, I, I can't say shocking because Fitzgerald is a guy, former NFL strength coach of the year, came to Tennessee from uh, the Houston Texans and, and has, was a renowned guy when he got there. And, and Tennessee's had to fight like crazy uh, to keep him every year. NFL teams have called, uh, you know, his alma mater, Maryland, pulled at the heartstrings a couple years ago. Uh, that and Kevin Plank, who, who's uh, the Under Armour CEO, was a good friend of his and a Maryland booster, uh, tried to get him up there. He didn't do it. Uh, this year, a lot of other programs have called, including Alabama, but he has stayed. So clearly he was happy at Tennessee. This is not him just wanting to leave Tennessee, Pat. I think there are other personal family reasons for this. Am I right about that? Yeah, you are, Wes. And, and um, you, you mentioned the Alabama thing. I mean, what was it, not even 10 days ago, Jeremy Pruitt, after Tennessee's first spring practice, talked about how in demand Fitzgerald was. Um, and that's not kind of said that's not a secret that it's that, that he's in demand. Uh, you know, he's uh, Fitzgerald has been regarded as one of the best strength coaches in, in college football. He's paid like one of them. Uh, I think he has the third, third highest salary uh, among strength coaches in, in the nation uh, behind just the just the guys at Iowa and, and Ohio State. That's it. I mean, he was paid more than Scott Cochran, who is probably the most um, 
well-known strength coach of college football just from the commercials he's, he's doing. And as you mentioned, and as Jeremy Pruitt claimed last week, when Cochran left to go to Georgia, Alabama came calling on, on, on Fitzgerald. So, uh, and you mentioned the Maryland thing, holding on to him after, uh, after the 2018 season, I think was a big win at the time for, uh, for Jeremy Pruitt in Tennessee. Uh, but when you have a guy that's this in demand and a guy that's, you know, maybe this open to, to listening and talking with other people, um, then, then, you know, it, it's kind of a matter of, of when and not if is he going to leave and you're going to have to replace him. So, um, and the question is, is if he's had other opportunities, why pick this one? Why go back to the NFL? Uh, Fitzgerald and his family do have some ties to uh, the state of New York. So this is a little bit um, sort of not, not, I wouldn't say homecoming, but he's moving closer to home. He obviously is, uh, you know, went to Maryland, has coached at Harvard as well. So he's got some ties to that region uh, of the country. And so I think that's uh, also part of, um, the the equation uh, the, and, and sort of why he's leaving Tennessee at this juncture. Yeah, and I think his, his wife also, I think you may have mentioned this, Pat, I'm not sure, uh, but I, th- I think his wife's from that state also. So there, there are reasons that he would want to do this. And, and, and now before we talk about the direction Tennessee might go here, I, I want to say this, this quickly. It, it, and I say this all the time. If nobody wants your coaches, your coaches suck. Uh, think about this. How many times over the years has Nick Saban had to completely reinvent his staff? And is that because they're trying to get away from him? Probably not. Uh, They're having success there at Alabama. The problem is when you hire good people, you kind of are the architect of your own frustration because then you have to fight like crazy to keep them all the time. Continuity is nice. Having good coaches uh, is is nicer. That's more important. And, And so I think... You want continuity, but but more than that, you want good people. And I, and I think that Pruitt, when you look at the track record, look at the staff he was able to assemble uh, when he first became a head coach. Uh, it was a really good staff for a guy who had never been a head coach before. And what did he do? He loaded it up with experience, guys who had been in the league, guys who knew the league uh, and would help him transition, were, were known as recruiters a little bit. He, he had some up-and-comers, but he also had a lot of veterans. And then this past year – Pruitt had to reinvent the staff in some ways, and he's done that by going younger and more aggressive on the recruiting trail with some of these guys. So he, he's got a plan, and he's really well-connected throughout the industry. So I don't think there's reason to panic about this at all. And I, I get why people are frustrated. There is no guarantee, Pat, no guarantee whatsoever that Tennessee will hire someone who was as good as Fitzgerald. You can't guarantee that. You can't promise it. Uh, he, he's really good. But – uh, Pruitt's, I think, got a pretty good track record of getting the, a lot of these hires right. And, and when he doesn't get one of them right, you, you see that person leaving after a year or so. So I, I think the track record here uh, is, is pretty good. Plus, because of everyone being kind of out of pocket with the coronavirus right now, these guys are at home, most of them. They are uh, basically communicating with coaches by you know text messages and, and by calls and FaceTime and you know emails, all these other things. And they're working out on their own. They're not allowed to be in the complex. So Fitzgerald's already given them a plan, and they're following that plan right now. So I don't see any reason why you'd have to hurry to make this hire right now. Yeah, and Wes, from what we've been told um, from talking to, to sources on, uh, what is it today, Thursday afternoon? Yes. I don't even know what day it is with the, uh, with the isolating and the distancing and all that stuff. But um, from what we've been told, Pruitt is, is in no rush to make this hire. Uh, he will do his due diligence. That being said, we have heard that um, he, he maybe has some uh, some guys in mind, some potential options, and I think he's confident in that, as you sort of mentioned, 
that he can get this right. And this is obviously a very important hire. You know, your strength coach, some some people think that it's arguably the most important uh, figure in your program other than the head coach based on just how uh, directly they impact your team for so much of, of, of the calendar year. I mean, you look at it since, you know, since Tennessee ended last season and, you know, in the tax player bowl in January, they got back to campus since then they pretty much, the team's pretty much been Craig Fitzgerald's team. I mean, he's had uh, a lot of direct uh, contact with them through winter workouts. You, you go through the summer workouts where there's two months where the team's kind of in his hands and, uh, and it's not just a one man show. Of course, he's got a, a really good staff of some guys that played for him at South Carolina uh, some other guys that you know, some other former athletes that that are also part of the uh, the machine that that does you know that that is the strength and conditioning program at Tennessee. So um, this is an important hire. I think Jeremy Pruitt knows that. Um, obviously, some of the hires that that he's made in this past offseason, uh, there's a reason to think that they'll be uh, good hires. You know, I, I think you can point to the coordinator hires that that he made last offseason. You know, we've had some time to sort of evaluate those and. Um, Pruitt, is, after you know, through, through one year, is obviously very happy with what he's gotten out of Jim Chaney and Derek Ansley, and, and likes the direction that, that they're going with those. So, uh, and, and those are sort of the uh, the examples to follow with with him. You know, Pruitt wanted to get one of the top guys in the country to be his play caller, and he got Jim Chaney. He wanted somebody that he knew very well and, and could trust and uh, to run his defense, and, and he's got that with Ansley. So, um, I think those are some of the things that he he will be looking for, and probably has been looking for. Uh, for for his new strength coach and uh, there was some talk he may have a guy in mind already I mean he may be that far down the road we've seen him move quickly with um, certain guys like like Ansley like Jimmy Broombaugh where uh, he claimed last week they didn't even have to to interview him they just offered him called him and offered him the job they were already familiar with him so uh, as you as you sort of touched on Wes you know Pruitt has uh, a a very strong network of quality coaches and uh, and he's had to tap into him quite a bit um you know, in his first two plus seasons at Tennessee. And, um, but that's, that, that's sort of the nature of this business. You know, you're going to have coaches leave, especially if they're good coaches. And, and in Fitzgerald's case, Pruitt said it himself last week, he's really good at what he does. And it was only a matter of time before uh, there was a job that, that came open that he wasn't going to be able to, uh, to pass down. Yeah. And, and I can't speak directly to, to some of the, the names that, that might be out there about who Pruitt's talking to right now. I don't, really it's so so sudden right now this is a breaking news podcast i don't i'd like to make some more phone calls and and see what else is going on before i just started throwing out names or anything but but what i can tell you is this Uh, i've talked with pruitt in the past about you know vaguely about situations like this when coaches leave and and he has told me that you know he knows that from his time at bama from his time at georgia you know he, he you lose coaches all the time i mean people when he was an assistant a lot of people would try to talk to him about hey are you interested in this are you interested in that and and that's just part of the business and he knows that and he knows how sudden these things are so as he kind of goes through the business and clinics and and you know coaches against people uh, or meets them somewhere along the way these guys are kind of a fraternity he just kind of puts a seed in his mind of saying you know what if I ever lose, uh, you know, my my D line coach, I'm gonna call that guy. Or, or if I ever lose my tight ends coach or quarterbacks coach, I'm gonna call this guy. I, I want I want to call this guy. And, and he, with the situation like the strength coach, as important as that is, I guarantee you, he's got guys he's worked with before, or he's got guys he knows of that he's run across before that he's been like, you know what. Uh, if Craig ever leaves, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to this guy. I guarantee you he has because Fitzgerald has been 
almost he's almost left before. So Pruitt knows the kinds of guys he wants to talk to, and I would bet that he has already before this news even broke. I, I would I'd I'd put a mortgage payment on this. I bet he's already talked to a few people at least. Yeah, I think that's you know that, that's part of having a network of coaches to to talk to. Um, and the the weird thing about this situation is you might be hiring a guy who might not meet his team for an indefinite period of time. I mean, Tennessee's players are all they're not on campus right now, and they probably won't be on campus for uh, what at least the next month. Many of them, yeah. Uh, and even if they're on campus, they're not going to be working with the strength coach. They're not going to be working out in the Anderson Training Center. So it's it's a weird situation that sort of adds another layer to uh, the process that you know Pruitt's going to go through and has been going through in, in terms of trying to uh, to make this hire and, and find a quality replacement for uh, one of the best coaches he had in his program. Yeah, and I'll say this too. Tennessee, um, a lot of parts of the program right now, in the athletic department in general, they're on like complete lockdown. Like they've changed a lot of the codes to get into these areas. Like you can't get in here to, to some of those places right now. You're not, you're not going in the weight room. And and there are exceptions. You can you can be in the training room right now. Uh, if you are recovering from an injury, you can go there and get your cold tub and your stem and ice and treatment and you know underwater treadmills. If you have an injury, you can go get that worked on right now. Uh, some of their mental health facilities are open. You know that the, there are you know the food they can get food. They have uh, they want them to go home, but if they're still on campus, um, they will provide housing for the people who meet exceptions for that. But in general. Uh, you're not going into the weight room right now. You're just not. So you're right, Pat. I mean, he's if they make a hire here quickly, what's he going to be FaceTiming these guys one by one? There's 120 guys or so on the team uh, when you include some of the walk-ons. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to be um, – Unless he makes an in-house hire, which I don't necessarily think he would, they're going to have to take some time to get to know each other, and it's going to be – you know, like you said, Pat, it could be weeks, could be months, um, could be a while before they even meet the guy. Yeah, and, and he may have to FaceTime 120 guys. I mean, that's 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 the other angle of the situation, and and, and it's new territory for everybody. I mean, every program, every major program uh, across the country is is trying to figure out how to uh, to kind of from a distance uh, keep your team working, keep your team focused academically, keep your team. Uh, and your players from doing what, you know, keep them doing what they need to be doing, even while they're three time zones and, you know, hundreds of miles away. So, uh, that, that's the other sort of weird part of of this process for Pruitt is you're, you're talking to a coach saying, Hey, come on board. You might not have your first workout with the team until June and July at this point. I mean, it's, it's, that's, uh, and that's, and that's not even a given at this point. There's, there's just, you know, no one can tell the future with this, the situation with the virus. So, um, but that's, you know, this is something that, that Pruitt has, has shown in the past that he can get hires right. And this is one that uh, if you're a Tennessee fan, I think you have to keep trusting uh, this coach and, and keep trusting that Pruitt will uh, continue to, to get the job done. And, and if there's anybody that knows what's best for his program, it's, it's Jeremy Pruitt. And, and he's been around the block enough times. He's been around programs that have won a lot of games. He's seen what. Uh, you know, he, he's been around Scott Cochran. He's been around some other guys at, at other places that he's been to. He, he knows what uh, quality strength coaches look like. And, um, you know, with, with Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald kind of fell in his lap when he, when he first got here. Fitzgerald kind of pursued the Tennessee job when he was um, with the Texans at the time. So uh, this is a little bit different situation. The Pruitt's got to go out and find a guy. But um, as we've heard, he, he, I think he likes some of the options uh, that, he, that he thinks he can have, that he thinks he'll have. 
Um, and I think he's confident that, that he can get the higher uh, ride and get the guy he wants to, uh, uh, to to be Tennessee's new strength coach. I think that's a good place to leave it, Pat. Thanks for your time, man. I'm going to go ahead and get us out of here. All right, Wes. Good to talk to you. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Uh, I'll get a little bit quicker with this as we're getting out of here for a breaking news podcast. You can get to us on Twitter at twitter.com slash goballs247, Facebook at facebook.com slash goballs247, or you can get to us at the site right now, www.govals247.com, and we will be back later in the week with uh, at least one, maybe a couple more full episodes as we're all kind of sitting here basically quarantined. See y'all. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.